Hey, I'm Camille Joy, the host and creator of the Moments of Joy podcast, the place that will leave you surely feeling motivated, inspired, and encouraged. Welcome to the show. I need the joy. This episode of the Moments of Joy podcast has been brought to you by BC Wellness Organic Teas. BC Wellness Teas are sourced from around the world and blended with love and joy. Herbs are a gift from God and BC Wellness Teas loosely tea blends are created with the highest quality of teas, herbs, and spices. Tea time is any time. This is a slogan of the company's founder, Terry Carson, and her family. They pride themselves on helping you to find healthy solutions for your wellness challenges. All of their delicious teas provide different wellness benefits. Visit them today at bcwellnessteas.com. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast. I have a special gem with us today, and her name is Monique Rodriguez. She is the founder and CEO of Mayel Organics Hair Company. Welcome to the show, Monique. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. I'm so humbled and excited that you would um, come on the show today. I have a friend, um, and her name is Alaya. Um, she is um, I call it a healthy obsession, I told her, but she's obsessed because <laughs> she has about three of each product in her bathroom. <laughs> like, you have a whole Target in here, so. Awesome, so, thank you. I appreciate that. You're so welcome. Much. And she prompted me to begin to buy your hair products. And so I did, and I started to follow you on social media, and I was just blessed by who you just show yourself to be, period, um, to us on, on social media. And what really prompted me to reach out to you was that you boldly um, represent the kingdom of God. And so I just fell in love with that. And I'm like, yes! Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. And so um, because I've learned a little bit about you from following you, I know that you are a... However, you know, my dad is a great person. I have a great relationship with him. I love my dad to death. Um, but I understand that addiction is a disease. It's an illness. Um, and it's something that people, they struggle with and they need help with. Mm -hmm. um, so growing up, it was something that I was ashamed of. Like, you know, I really didn't like my friends to come to my house. Even when I first started dating my husband, um, I didn't even want him to come around because I was always embarrassed to say that I came from a, a house that was uh, of drug addiction. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn that, you know, my dad's uh, choices and what he chose was not a reflection of me. It was how I chose to um, take control of the situation. And what I chose to do with myself is what made the difference. And I had to get over uh, the thought of my dad's circumstance is not my circumstance, yeah. but I have to choose to do what I can do for the betterment of myself. And uh, when I decided to have a family, what I could do to uh, give my family a better life and a better experience than I had growing up. 
So, you know, when I was young, I probably saw a lot of things that most five and six-year-olds shouldn't see. I was probably around people that most five and six-year-olds shouldn't be around. And I even told my mom, because my mom worked, so I was in the, in the care of my grandmother a lot. I was also in the care of my dad. He would have to pick me up from school. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the positions that I was in, like, I'm just thankful that, like, I've never been, like, molested or kidnapped because some of the people that he used to have me around, like, are, were very questionable. And I just uh. thought to myself one day, it popped in my head, and, like, God ch- told me that, you know, you, you were you were favored and you were chosen. And even when you were in situations that you shouldn't have been in, like, I favored you um, because, you know, throughout all that, I still came out okay. And, I, you know, I didn't let a lot of things affect me. So, you know, a lot of people look at me and they think that I came from a, a peachy uh, clean background because of how I carry myself uh-huh. but you know a lot of people don't know that I come from the struggle and I come from like the hood my, my family is from like the Inglewood area of Chicago wow. um, so I, I, I know how how it is growing up in the hood I you know my mom made enough where she was able to like get us somewhat out of the hood but I still grew up in a, in a low to middle class suburb outside of Chicago I went to a school where it had a bad rap. The school was considered like ghetto. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also told that because I went to this ghetto high school that I would turn out to be um, much of nothing. So, you know, I had to overcome a lot even growing up as a child. Um, I have my own challenges and obstacles that I had to overcome. But, you know, again, didn't let that dictate who I, who I am now. Absolutely. I knew that it was something um, special about the way that you grew up because from interviewing people on the show, I noticed that the people who come out powerful and really have a, um, you know, um, a strong disposition about them as adults, they have gone through something that has Mm -hmm. made them have that as children. And so that does not take me by surprise, but um, the way that you were able to set yourself apart is amazing. And I guess that explains why then you would have the drive that you did in school. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because I always wanted to have a better life. I always wanted to provide um, a, a decent living for my family. You know, life is about choices. You could choose to go left or right. Mm-hmm. You know, I could have chose to go left and start smoking weed and start drinking when I was in high school, like all my other friends. But I can tell you to this day, I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never smoked weed. Like mm-hmm. that was so far from my mind because I saw what drug addiction does. And, I, and my dad started out with smoking weed. So if I knew that's how he started out, like don't put any weed or anything by me because I don't want anything attached to that. So I, I know how it is. Um, and I just chose to go the other direction when my friends was doing what they shouldn't have been doing. Absolutely. Wow. And so you went on to become a nurse. Did you become a nurse right out of high school? Yeah, so I went to college right out of high school, and um, so, right, so I entered into college when I was, I think, I graduated high school at 17, so I started college when I was 17, going on 18, and I graduated college at the age of 22, so right after college, I started, um, you know, working as a nurse. Wow, that's amazing, and and we talked a little bit about um, why I love you, because you are so bold about Christ on your platforms. But when did that relationship with Christ begin? Yeah, so the thing is, like, I always believed in God. Um, I, I never doubted that 
in my mind that there was a God. Um, but I also grew up a little confused because I went to, my mom put me into a Catholic school for like one year. <laughs> uh, the, the remaining of my school was in public school, but I went to Catholic school for like one year. Um, so I learned a, a lot about like the Catholic religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also, my mom and my grandmother, they went to a Baptist church. Um, so I kind of grew up a little confused about like religion, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. And then as I became an adult and I realized that like, I don't want to worship like religion. Yeah. I just want to know more about God and I want to just be spiritually close to him. That's right. Um, so throughout my journey, you know, when I was working as a nurse, I would go to church sometimes, but I really didn't go to church because I really didn't know what I was going for. I was just like seeking, like I, I was just trying to find myself, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I really wasn't like a church goer, um, really didn't have that connection. I, I, it wasn't until 2013, I was pregnant and I lost my son. I had a very high risk pregnancy, lost my son to uterine rupture and, um, you know, he passed away, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And that was my wake up call because I felt that, you know, number one, God is always an inviting God. So the door is always open. Yeah. But we have to make the decision because he gives us free will. We have to make that decision to say, you know what, God, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to submit to you. I'm going to let you be the, the, the leader and the center of my life. And right. I'm not going to live my life unless I'm led by you and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing that. So, you know, God was waking me up to say, you know what? You need to give me a try because I was living my life trying to figure things out the Monique way. Mm-hmm. but wasn't consulting God and wasn't seeking God for guidance or anything. I was just trying to figure life out on my own. And I had to realize when that happened to me, like, I can't do this on my own. Like, I felt like I did everything right when I was pregnant. I felt like, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to go to school. I was supposed to go to college. You know, I got married. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm doing everything right. So why is this happening to me? And it wasn't the fact that I, you know wasn't doing everything right it was the fact that I wasn't doing everything right with keeping him first Mm -hmm. and so that's when I had to learn that you know God was you know revealing to me that um, I need you to come to me you know God has a way of waking us up Mm -hmm. so like this pandemic that we're in currently it's a way to wake us up absolutely and if if you don't pay attention if you don't realize that God is trying to get our attention like when are you going to get it so for me, it's a, that situation for me to understand God is trying to get my attention because no one was able to get me through that situation, but God. And so I've seen the, the powers of, of God and seen how he's worked in my life because going through something that tragic, like I yeah. could have been down, I could have been depressed. I could have yeah. lost my mind, Absolutely. but by the grace of God, I still had a sound mind. By the grace of God, I was still able to push through. And I don't even know how I did it. Yeah. So, you know, because I don't know how I did it. The only source that I can say that did it was God. And that's when my relationship with him started to strengthen because he's the one that helped me get through what I was going through at that time. He's the one that gave me the idea, the vision to start talking about hair care on social media because that's how I started. Wow. Um, so, you know, nobody... You know, we all like to take the credit and say, well, I thought of that, you know, Mm -hmm. I thought of this idea, but no, like God gave me that ability. He gave me the wisdom, the, the knowledge, the skill set 
to even market on social media. So, you know, people, like I said, people, they'll get offended. Mm -hmm. You know, people may try to say that, um, you know, you are, uh, I've heard everything like you're a fake Christian because I talk about God all the time, but like, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know know what I've been through to talk about him so much because I made a a promise to him that, you know, I was going to give him all the honor and glory. I will never take any credit for what I did because I know I didn't do it by my own flesh and my own capable abilities because I know where I came from. I know the the type of education. I didn't even have any business experience or business Mm. knowledge. So mm-hmm. how was I able to like build right. a, a multi-million dollar business in less right. than six years if it wasn't for God? So, yeah. you know, people, they get offended. And, and the thing is, you're offended because you don't have God in you. And people there, they intimidated, they fear because God said that, he, you know, your enemies, they'll come after you, but he'll take care of your enemies. You know, he'll yeah. take care of your enemies right before you. Right. And, and, and he will position you in a, in a place where your enemies will start to fear you and they're not fearing you, but they're fearing the guy in you. So people are intimidated Ooh, by that, but yes, you know, Lord. I just, I, I'm I just curious. Like, God is good. Wow. Yeah. I think that, um, maybe you do realize because I was getting ready to say you don't realize, but you bring so much hope to those that are, are starting that and being obedient to, to what God told them to do. And they have no idea what they're doing. You know, um, sometimes I sit and look at your posts and I cry when you posted the original, um, picture of how you used to mail out your, your organic products, your hair care. Yeah. In the white boxes. I cry. I was like, six years, God, you can do anything. This is amazing. Yeah, it's and then you showed the big UPS truck in your warehouse and, and where he bought you from. And, and I just began to just continue to do research and watch you at the Essence Festival. And, and you know, it's not you, but it is, it's God that has worked through you that is so inspiring to so many that are just stepping out on faith because you were a nurse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then at what point did you say, you know what, I'm just going to do this full throttle? Um, so it was, you know, when I first started my, uh, I was still working as a nurse. Um, and I started the company in May mm-hmm. and I wrote my resignation letter in May. However, I didn't turn it in. <laughs> wow. I believed in, uh, manifestation. And I wanted to manifest me handing over this typed up resignation to my boss. And so I just typed it out. And like I said, I just sat on it and I dated it for November. So I said, I'm going to give myself six months and I'm going to just, I'm going to work this thing out and I'm going to give myself six months. And then I showed it to my husband and he was like, you're not turning that resignation. I was like, oh, (laughs) yes, I am. And my faith was bigger than his, you know, Mm -hmm. and of course with him being a, a man, his, his thought was, you know, we got to make sure that our home is taken care of. Yeah. So it wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Cause he was very supportive from the very beginning, but Absolutely. he was supportive like, um, but wait, you're not going to leave your job. Like this some you work very hard for. Um, cause he knew I also worked very hard to become a nurse. Like yeah. I even failed a class and still suck it out and still worked hard to become a nurse. And he's like, you work too hard for this. Like, how are you going to just leave your career? And, you know, he was always, he was very career minded. My husband worked at UPS and he was, oh, he was so corporate. Mm. Like he believed in climbing the corporate ladder. He thought that he was going to become one of the the biggest, biggest bosses at UPS and just climb his way up the ranks. And I always told him, I'm like, 
this is not like this is not reality like I don't yeah. want this is not my desire but Absolutely. that was just how he was he was just very corporate so for him to see me like type of a resignation letter he was like uh uh-uh. uh no 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 and so um I typed up the resignation letter. I dated it for November of 2014. Mm-hmm. I was able to quit my job in October of 2014 because wow. that's how much the business took off and it really just excelled and escalated um, because I, I, I manifested it and, and I said I was going to leave and it came to it came to pass a month earlier than I initially planned for. Mm-hmm. And so I'm sure you've had scary times um, after you've quit your job and um started to do this full-time can you can you share that a little bit share a little bit about those times of course it was scary because you know here i am a nurse you know nurses make really good money and i was making about six figures as a nurse so i'm 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 leaving a six nothing and granted my husband income so our lifestyle was used to the the two income lifestyle so if i take away one of those income like we're left with that forced me to like really um become even more driven and to make this work because i was like i'm not going back to nursing i'm not going back to that and so that just gave me that that drive and that motivation but I, I learned to operate and and think about the what if it does blow up. What if it does blow up? Mm-hmm. And I choose to focus on the positive and not the negative. Yeah, that's awesome advice <clears throat> for for anyone else that is thinking of um, leaving their job. I recently left my job as an um, executive chef. We, The Lord told us to move from Connecticut, me and my husband, to Texas. So we've been here for about seven months. And um, mm-hmm. I was an executive chef for a corporate company in Connecticut. And when I came here, I moved up and became a dining director. But I really felt a pull to leave my job and just do um, business full-time. Um, I started a Christian apparel line and Mm -hmm. my husband was supportive, but just like you described yours, he, he's very much so focused on still, you know, making sure that home is, um, taken care of, but you, Uh you are such an example of, you know, what can happen, you know, and you. you don't have to know everything. So I know there are so many others that are, are looking at you as an example. Yes, because you don't. Because trust me, I had no clue about how to run a business. Yeah. <laughs> like none. Mm-hmm. So before um, we close up, and you said that you got you guys are a multi-million dollar company now. Yes. I just wanted to highlight that because that is amazing. You are the real life <laughs> um, Madam C.J. Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But Madam Monique Rodriguez. <laughs> And um, I watched you um, a couple of times on The Real. And mm-hmm. this last time you talked about your nonprofit organization. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Can you tell us a little bit about that? The more recent, the 
yes. the real episode that just came on. Yes, yeah, when you yeah. talked so about we're, the it's women. Actually, um, yeah, so it's actually our campaign. It's called More Than a Strand Campaign. Okay. And so it's a campaign that we initiated um, to just strengthen the bond between moms and daughters because you yes. know that, um, you know, I'm very close with my mom. My daughters are very close with me. Um, and, you know, strengthening that bond over hair care. Hair care has given me this platform um, but I can do so much more with my platform now that my, my platform has grown. And I really want to um, just share and highlight the stories of moms and daughters, things that we have been through, things that we have, you know, um, suffered and overcame and uh, came out victorious. So I really just want to showcase that and, and do it through storytelling. So we're doing a full documentary. And the plan is to take this uh, globally. We're, we're going to South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, also here domestically and also to the Caribbean, obviously given everything that's going on in the world, we kind of got to put a pause on this to mm-hmm. see like, you know, what's going to happen. I mean, we don't know. So it's like at this point that that's our initiative is to really just highlight mothers and daughters and just share their stories. But again, it's like we are very limited with our planning because it seems like every time we plan something, we have to pivot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's the plan but you know we're we're just we're just going with the flow right now (laughs) yeah and you also are doing a retreat and you you have done it in the past um no yeah this is our first one so this is the secret sauce retreat yeah and again it's a retreat that um i'm bringing together women entrepreneurs that are interested in growing and scaling their business i'm bringing um along some powerful friends that have also grown and scaled their business and their social media following um, and that's supposed to be in October, but again, just mm-hmm. given, you know, if we may have to postpone that, I'm not sure yet, but that is the plan as of now. Yes. And you are a new host of the podcast, The Secret Sauce to Success with Monique Rodriguez. I am a subscriber and a listener. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. So you guys subscribe to her podcast. And before we close, um, if you would just give a nugget to women who are thinking about entrepreneurship, women who may be thinking about leaving their job or just um, struggling possibly to believe that um, it could work out for them. Um, yeah, so I have a couple, you know, the first thing is to make sure that you are a problem solver, listen to your community, listen to the people that you're trying to serve, and and always be solution oriented. And that's something that you're going to have to think and strategize on. How can you serve your community, always go into things with a servant mindset. uh, Because when you serve, um, God blesses you for serving others. So when you are starting your business or whatever it is that you're trying to start, a lot of people, they get caught up with, oh, I want to have the next million dollar company. I want to make my first million dollars. When I started my, so let me just back up. I've Mm -hmm. started other things before my ill. And my mindset when I started those things was I'm just trying to get out of nursing. I want to, you know, make a lot of money so I can just get out of my nursing career. But when I started my yellow, it was different because I didn't intentionally start this company. It was kind of like me using social media as an outlet to express myself through hair care. And I was utilizing my gift and my gift was making room for me. Mm. So you really got to identify your gifts, identify what your purpose is, identify your why. 
And my why at the time was I want to help women and educate them on how to keep their hair healthy. I want to help educate women on how to transition their hair because I was transitioning in my hair. And I had a why. I was operating in my gift and I was solving a problem. So because I was operating in my gift, my passion led me to my gift. And a lot of people want to they they don't they want to know like how do I find my passion? A lot of the times the passion is something that we did as a kid that we did effortlessly and mm. that you know we can do even till today without making any money off of it. So go back to your childhood and what was those things that you just loved to do that maybe you were known for? Uh, maybe your mom always noticed that you were maybe playing with dolls and always doing the dolls hair. That's your passion. That is your passion. I'm going to use my kids for example. My youngest daughter loves animals she loves animals and she loves interior design she can sit on her computer designing homes for hours a day she can sit online and she can learn about dogs and puppies all day long that's her passion so when you identify what your passions are now you got to go and say like okay how can I solve somebody's problem you know and then once you take your passion and become a problem solver you can create a business and you can create a business and your business, as long as you're following that vision and that dream, the money will eventually come. But when you go into things thinking that I just want to make a lot of money, it's not going to work because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm. Serve your audience, yeah. solve a problem, operate in your gift and identify your passion. Thank you so much. That was a wonderful nugget. Thank you so much, Monique. Um, I'm so honored to have you on the podcast today. And um, like I said, I'm, I am a fan, my friends are fans, and we just salute and uh, from afar, we cheer you on. So thank you again for joining us today on the Moments of Joy podcast. You're welcome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. You're welcome. God bless. Wow. How super encouraging was that, guys? Real life, Monique Rodriguez, owner of My L Organics Hair Care. I love interviewing people and hearing their real life stories because it leaves us feeling inspired. It leaves us feeling motivated and encouraged. And that is my hope for you today. New episodes of the Moments of Joy podcast are released every single Wednesday where you can come back and join me for another episode. Before we leave, don't forget, you always have the option to choose joy. All right, guys. Check you next week. Bye-bye.